This video was sponsored by HiveMQ. Use the link in the description to get started building your MQTT broker and connect up to 100 devices absolutely free. Now let's get into the video. John McKeon, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Um, for everyone who doesn't know, John's been in our community for a long, long time, since the beginning. And one of the reasons we started our, our mentorship and mastermind program uh, many of you guys know his company, GIS, one of our strategic partners, and uh, we've helped them become an industry 4.0 leader in Europe. John and I were just talking before this podcast about a project that you just recently kicked off implementing a unified namespace for, uh, you know, for a client. So we, we can get into that in a second, but I, I first wanted to start it off by asking you, John, you know, in your opinion, what does it take to start a system integrator? Good to be on here, Zach, and thanks very much for, for setting this up. Um, <laughs> I suppose just let's let's take it organically. Um, I met was it Walker over three years ago, and uh, it's interesting. I found him on YouTube way back then, but similar thinking. You're not exactly same, but similar thinking. So I reached out to him uh, prior to the idea of setting up uh, an industry four point integrator. I worked in serialization and worked in life sciences for about twenty years, and uh, Serialization was the first time uh, where I've seen the convergence of IT and OT. It's true, a sense. But um, uh, prior to that, it would have been installation, you know, normal integration, uh, three, industry 3.0, you know, installing lines, PLCs, data, data linear, linear interaction, uh, linear integration on the horizontal and into the vertical. But when, when, um, the integration in, of serialization for the life sciences, where you know it's 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 for the it's an individual number being put on all medication. So that's so oh ser serialization. You're putting serial numbers on the. Yeah. So the requirement was to meet the Drug Supply Chain Security Act in the U.S. or um, the EU FMD directive in Europe, and then um, it is in China and all across the world. Right. There's a 2D code with unique passport number on it. So it was a convergence of IT requirement and OT. But the industry, and I've said this openly, the industry missed an opportunity where we could have had pure digital integration, right? They tried to deploy it as a as a, an IT project. In reality, it's not. And it's not a pure OT project. It should have been a strategy, as we've always said. Like you're converging two worlds together to get data to flow up and down. So I believe the world missed an opportunity then back back in, uh, was it as far back as 2008, 9, 10, up into there. Anyway, back to your question. So all the frustration coming out the back end of that, and, you know, after doing lots of projects, um, I just had a, a bug. I said, right, there has to be another way. There has to be another way. And I was on the hunt, and um, life gives you ups and downs, and, you know, you, you, you do certain things. I needed a change, and uh, I ran into Walker, and we started talking. And then that was it. And I click. And I said, "All right, if I am, if we are going to converge these worlds together in a proper sense, right? We need to start from bottom up." And that's where I've seen, you know, Walker. Walker was was pushing this, and being more vocal about it, um, harmonizing the edge, right? The edge and harmonizing the plant floor and everything around it, right? Bringing it into a common state of data transfer. We are moving into MQTT, pointing it into the unified namespace through a broker and then gathering and storing, combining it all together, and then being able to scale. 
because I reflect back to serialization. When we did linear integration into the stack, you know, from level one into the ISA 95, level one into two, up into MES, and then into level four, and then on into uh, level five, which is cloud-based regional governmental infrastructure. Because remember, every pharmacist, every dispensary would be connected when they check the scan code at the, at the handing it out, dispensing it. All that's connected, interconnected to the database. It was a nightmare, right? I said, it has to be simple. It was lots of problems, lots of companies, lots of vendors that would have displayed, supplied camera systems, printing systems, and combinations of both have come and gone. They've come into sites and sites go in. So through that frustration, right, it must be in a way. So what's involved? Um, the backstory is involved. Like you've got to, it's not an overnight success. You had to have industry yeah. experience to. Yeah, I'll underline this. To, 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 to start it is one thing, right? You need to have a vision. You need to have a commitment. You need to have an understanding of how the, how the plant floor works. I 100% agree with everything in our community. You, you must know how production environments work. You must get a sense of, you must have a feel for the difficulties that happen on manufacturing floors. And you'll see patterns across any industry. They're all, they all have the same similarities because they're all using the same technologies, same controllers, so on and so forth. Um, why I did it is, as I said, um, I believe there could be a better way. And through interaction with Walker and, and you guys and the team, uh, we started finding common ground and we started finding our own path. And I remember those early days, you know, stepping out. It's got three years ago, it seems so long ago now, but um, we were walking on new, new ground that no one has done before. Uh, you, you guys were way ahead of us, okay? So I remember Walker said to me, get two automation engineers to start from there and build them up and let's start training and let's start working. And I did, and I started expanding out. I could not have done it without... Um, I, I received um, venture capital funding, okay? Um, capital funding, seed funding, should I say, from a partner, um, a DPS group, like I say, you know. Without them, I would not have been able to create the team because it takes a lot of money, a lot of time to get to the level of what I did. I'm not saying it's, it's right for everyone, but what I did, and I know what works now, um, we now have a team, we have systems and structures, specifically focused at the moment on life sciences, but there's other opportunities coming in. So that's why we need the systems and structures. We have our ISO certification, we have the training, we have our certification uh, across the board with uh, industry 4.0 and 4.0 solution training. We also, as you know, we have our, our certification in um, ignition and canary. We use all those platforms. Um, but if I, if I knew what was ahead of me three years ago, I probably would have given it a second talk, you know, I'm not sure, but no. It was, I'll just add on to that. You tell, I hope this is answering the question. Yeah. It is not an easy journey, but you must be committed and you must stick with it. But there's lots of friends in our community. There's lots of people that will help you, help us. I, I got a lot of help, a lot of people out there, a lot of um, genuine people around the world that are of the same mindset. Awesome. That's a great story, John. Thank you for sharing. So um, is there anything you want to share about... Uh, recent success story or project that you, uh, you yeah, know, comes, I think comes it's to important. mind? <clears throat> I think it's important. Once you've established this, as I said, you set up the team, um, 
you can have lots of innovators and people with capabilities. So we have different different skill sets within the group. We call them special purpose engineers, SPEs, and they're all multiple trained. And then at the core of it, I have a project management office, which executes, keeps the order, right? So that's run by Patrick McCarthy. It keeps, it keeps us all on the straight and narrow. Um, now, once that was established, the hunt began. And it wasn't until, remember three years, it wasn't until last February, because COVID hit and kind of 2020 was a disaster, like hanging on by the fingernails, right? And a lot of companies went through that pain, but we got through it. Uh, February, it started to change. I saw an absolute shift and we had everything ready. We had our structure, our methodology, our, our learnings. There was um, certain areas where you needed to touch the legacy systems or a bit of gray areas, but we knew what we had to do. But that got us the projects. And, and we, there was one project we were engaged for 18 months with the client. Um, I won't say the name, but it's a, it's a large um, European pharmaceutical organization. Um, and, uh, you know, you go, you go through this, these events and you get to a point where, where you have a success and it validates, it confirms that you're on the right journey. So um, I'm really proud of the crew. I'm really proud to work with the crew. But what, what they've achieved in the last month or so, we were given, uh, let me see, it was um, 14, 14 weeks to connect 12 assets, legacy assets, uh, into a historian and a unified namespace. First of all, we, to, we had to bring them along that journey to convince them this was the direction. And Walker jumped in with me. He helped me. He presented to this client with me and showed him the direction that it wasn't all in McKeown's head, right? It's, it, it, is, it is proven and it, it's known. Uh, so we sent out the crew, you know, do the inventory, the asset. That's a bit of body of work. And in essence, that's a large, that's a large, any engagement, that's the larger part of the activity is trying to inventory the asset and capture all those tags, shape and form and can to be transport, transferred in. That's a body of work. <clears throat> the act of onboarding, into DNS, you know this. Like it's, it's like that. Right. You know, once you've got them all lined up, boom, in it goes, and it's there. Um, so, what's the success? You asked me. We we, we did it in seven weeks, man. <laughs> Whoa, that's amazing. Seven weeks. It was unbelievable. A lot of these, a lot of legacy systems. So what? Uh, yeah, seven, I want to. What tools made that from, possible? From initially, pardon. How how'd you make that possible? Like, what tools did you use? What, what was the approach? Okay, what the what the, the the big thing was going on site and having full full access to the to the infrastructure, sending the right team. Um, what I mean by team is within the pyramid of skill sets. You know, you have all, someone has an ability to interact with PLC with automation, traditional automation, but also have the training to know how to extract the data and point the data. In, and familiarity with the other levels in, in the architecture, um, such as the elements of the UNS, such as the historian of the right structure, um, having other individuals that are, have knowledge in network and, and uh, cybersecurity, and uh, to be able to address any IT concerns there, having um, electrical electrical ability to to be able to, you know, connect the actual edge devices, but also know where cables are run and what potential impact you have for interference between power and networking. So the success was the audit. The audit is getting the intel. Intel, intel, intel is everything. So once the guys gathered as much as they can, they came back. And from that, we um, 
we did we created the architecture the design and finding all the gaps and and uh, try to find each asset has its own characteristics so so the newer models had natural uh, network connectivity mm-hmm. right which we could connect with opc quite simply there was the older systems um didn't even have a network you know they they had um, rs232 less or whatever right so um to address that you know we had to find uh, an edge gateway or an edge device to allow it to do it and <clears throat> along with, along the usual suspect you know there was opto 22 considered um there was you know, the rio was considered but in, in in the vast majority of them we settled on the ewas oh nice right? and um yeah there was this there was few other issues where another big big learning was um having the OEMs to unlock um, the assets, mm. right? As in that we could, that the tags are browsable, that we can get access to information. Um, few other things. So, so you know, the, the audit is critical. That did, you to, did you have to work with any of the vendors of that equipment? Were they were they of any help? Yeah, yeah, in general, yeah. Uh, obviously, when you meet each other at first, they go, who are you and what you're all about? Well, like the, the OEMs of the... Equipment. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. OEMs, the machine manufacturers. Okay. And, you know, when the client put, brings you along, the client, the end user, you know, uh, introduce it to them, you always get you always get the OEMs going, hmm, yeah, what are you all about? You know, you're not touching my code. I don't want your code. I just want you to share it and open it so we can pull the data off it. So, yeah, that's been a learning curve. Um, um, it's been good, right? We've learned an awful lot. Uh, and now we know that there's more to to expect a lot more. Um, OEMs are not always going to open things up for you, and if they do, they will always charge. They will always charge, <laughs> right? They will always look for money to open up. And even we, you and I both know the act of opening up those tags is quite simple, um, but they charge significant just to just for the right to that. Um, but the beautiful thing, when you see all that data moving in quickly, and then the, the end users gets the realization of this happening, um, everyone gets excited because it's no more just, it's not theory or, or PowerPoint or discussion anymore. It's actually happening in real time. And that's the big thing. It's real time data. Mm. Right? It's, you can now make decisions. You can use the data to create other solutions. You know, the representation through Axiom, for example, or using Ignition to present various forms and templates. So, you know, you, we've heard Walker said before, there is no one solution, right? But the principle of the UNS is consistent. Yeah. Right? yeah. You, you can use many different tools together, but the UNS is the same. It, 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 is, it is local, it's, it's cloud, it's, it's everywhere. And that's how we integrate, and that's how we scale um what other so you got problems? the e ones on the older machines and then you got opc directly to the network connectivity on the newer ones what where where does it go from you know where does it go from there as you go go up we we had to create dmz certain areas with respect to um um security protocols um on isolated networks so some two old machines one of them had xp another one had nt Right, <laughs> some old stuff out there in the jungle, man. So really old stuff out there, uh, and you can't bring it onto the network. So we have to create isolations and that. But 
um, when you got a good team, you know, and the team work well together, it's pretty cool. So yeah, we had to put into different levels of switches. Some some machines we did install switches and then up to an essential switch and then onto the server, a site server where we would had, um, um, in this case, we had Canary, we had um, Ignition. Uh, um, we ran a, an EMQX broker on the core. Uh, we had to run, EM, we had to create, um, we had to get the EMQX broker to run on Linux. It run on Windows, but you prefer to run on, it's, it's preferred to run on Linux. Yeah. Uh, but, but one of the guys who just sorted out, it's the team, it's all, everyone adding their bit to it. Uh, so once we got the data going through the, through the broker and uh, the PubSub structure, uh, the historian um, subscribing to the flow of the data and it's in time timestamp data. So we have contextualization. The next the next layer of what we're going to do, we use sorry, we used um used ignition to create the connectivity and configuration of, of some of the elements on the edge. Um, and we also used it to um, create certain imagery as well, templates. Okay. okay. We're we're heading, we're sorry, last piece um now the next thing we we've we're going to layer um, machine learning and AI mm. as the next phase. So it's been a phase delivery. So everything's phase delivery. It's agile. You must remain agile. So if, if we go back to the site audit, that's a phase. Then there's a design phase. Then there's the installation of the edge phase. Then there's the onboarding of the data into the broker, into the historian, another phase. So I think it's phase five or six that we're going to stand up um, um, machine learning. Now, mm. Now, you you need to do a. I don't know if you've done it. You may have done it, but we need to do a session on machine learning. Yes. No, we haven't. We haven't done a mastermind session on machine learning yet. That's that's coming in uh, 2022, actually. That's pretty cool because um, the vast majority of people have they think it's going to fix everything for them. Mm -hmm. It certainly won't. If it's not used correctly, it can be. Um, can be dangerous in the wrong hands so so um but it is very powerful okay awesome so picking and choosing and setting up and feeding the data and the context context of the data and the quality of the data is absolutely critical what do you evaluate uh, you could sort of answer my next question i was going to ask what does the future of this client look like um but you know what are you evaluating for your uh machine learning platform um so option is you can use it to identify stop reasons, select and, and gaps within the in the finite process of project problems. So you define them as just at the machine itself. So from process to process, so they can pick a range of parameters, repeatable parameters and using the machine learning to evaluate the difference between and say, why is these things happening? Uh, so we're in that phase now. Um, I don't have output of that yet, but it will come. And each one of them will be a learning. And then you can do corrective actions and changes and variants um, to allow us to, to allow us to make changes and improvements in the process. So what is what's the knock-on effect, Zach? OEE, you can use it to help you with OEE, um, increased efficiency, um, waste, you know, all of that flows into it. Excellent. Um, what's uh, being being in part of uh, um, you know our training program, Mastermind? What's what's the what's the largest takeaway that you've gotten? That there's many like minds out there just looking to talk to each other. There is a structure now and an order 
in the training. There's a way forward. Um, that it is bottom up, bottom up. It is. I'll say it again. Integration is bottom up, right? Every anyone who ever looks at this, or anyone we ever talk to, I always and I always say to the to, to the potential client, "Where's your business? Right? Where is their business? Your business is on the plant floor. Yeah. Everything above it is there to support your business. So we're going to start from the plant floor. So that's a big takeaway. And it's not a project, and it's not based on ROI." Right? Mm. It is actually a strategy. And, you know, I know Walker said it and you've said it, but um, it's, it is absolutely a strategy to transform your business. And I, and, I, and I firmly believe in the principles. You know, why projects, why many projects have failed, um, that either they have the wrong strategy, the wrong technology, or the wrong partner. And anyone, mm. you're, in the, you're in the mud. And you're in the mud very quickly. All right? Right. Uh, and, and we, along our journey, we, we're now picking who we want to work with. Hmm. Okay. When, when, I, when I heard Walker saying the force and I came across it, you know, you can't help everyone. And yeah, not everyone can be helped. Yeah. And I, I was going, why, why, why? You know, I was going, why is that? And as you go down the road, you go, he's right. Because, you know, if you stop, let's say an analogy, you see someone speeding in a car and you say, hey, dude, you just slow down a bit. It's a bad corner ahead, you know? If they're not going to listen to you, they're going to get into trouble anyway, you know? So you've done your best to try and talk to them. The same with digital transformation. If they're hell-bent on doing something one way, you know, you, you can't do anything about it and you just have to walk away. Mm. So, so I will tell you, as I said, since February, I've seen a huge increase in, in um, digital transformation, inbound inquiries, okay? And they're whales. Like, these are, <laughs> these are whales. And I'm going, what? Like, oh, nice. okay, let's yeah. go. Because uh, if you get your mod right, it's that you can create a repetition and so on and so forth. But I'm seeing the pattern that I don't like, okay? Um, they all have come forward with the idea, oh, it's an IT project. How, how do I break this information to them that it is not an IT project, right? Even the documents, when you read the, the RFPs and you go, within, within the second paragraph, you can tell who wrote, what type of person has written it, right? Have they ever touched the plant floor? Right? You can just by reading the structure and order. And um, a lot of it is still coming from IT. I'm not beating up on IT to have a place, but it's the whole business. There's more than just one department in a business or one division. And they are very important in an organization. I'll give them that, but it needs right. to have a broader mind. Right. And there's some awesome IT folks out there. Uh, you know, Michael Brown from Amazon Web Services in our Absolute Discord. Wow. He, that, I listen to that guy all day just talking to him. Michael and I have had a couple of uh, discussions. And he's so energetic and passionate about what he does. Absolutely one of the top guys. Uh, in, is, in is that one of the platforms that you're evaluating their AWS for the machine learning or? Yeah, yes, that is one of them along with other things within AWS. Um, awesome. Clients are asking for AWS um, mm. integration. That's good. Um, so we are including in it. Uh, we're in the, the partnership program, AWS onboarding, okay. um, which is, um, yeah, it's, that's a journey, <laughs> so, but uh, 
but uh, you know, we'll we'll get there. But um, absolutely, you mentioned Michael. Michael is a is a. Yeah, I was I was gonna say he every couple of months they're posting a new job, hiring a new you know hiring a solutions architect, and they always say or Michael always says sometimes he'll shoot it over to me and and we'll share it in the Discord job board. I OT experience required, no no cloud experience required. So like Amazon Web Service would rather hire someone with no cloud experience, but with OT plant floor experience, and we'll train you the cloud stuff, you know, versus an yeah. IT someone, you know, it's almost like, and maybe this, I don't want to bash up the IT guys too much, but it's almost like MBAs, like you don't parachute down into the top of the organization, you start at the bottom, in the rank and file, and you work your way up. That's the way, you know, organizations can grow and scale is from the bottom up. Yeah, we do need, you know, we're coming. Our, our okay, our our background. We would have come from installations yourself too. Right? We come from installs. Um, we do need to take into account IT's ability, and they have a space, especially in the area SAP and enterprise platform. Uh, I just I would like to see, and I'm starting to see it. We'd like to see more of it. That there's an acceptance of of, of ability on both sides. Mm. Of what was traditionally OT and IT. Together, we're more powerful. Together, working together, we're very powerful. Right. right? It's more um, like a flywheel. It's more like a circle rather than a, you know, a wall with two sides, you know, carpeted yes. side and the, and the concrete side. I mean, even that analogy just makes it so segregated when in reality, it's, you know, it's two parts of the same whole. Yeah. But I will say... That project I talked to you about, um, once we had passed our, our initial meeting, um, um, the IT boys were absolute pleasure. You know, they, they jumped in with us. They wanted to know more. They wanted to listen to our people, listen to our inputs. They really wanted to know as far as they could down, get, get down closer to the equipment site. And I think once we got past those boundaries, you know, human beings are, are social creatures. And, and we're in something of interest. We want to follow that tread. And if you get a team to gel like that, both deploy uh, and client base, it, it's, it's, it's heaven, man. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to, to work in that space. So, so tell uh, us. That's, that's what we're heading for anyway. And that's what we're, I'm glad that this big project kicked off that way and we've got through these, these initial stages, but um, they've created learning. So the next and the next will be a little bit different. And, and, he, and I have to accept every every integration um, is going to present its own unique moments of, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, why don't you uh, share with us how you built your team and, and you know, even give them some shout outs and, and tell us, you know, like, who tell us who your team is, uh, you know, uh, especially specifically for this project and, you know, what their yeah, skill sets, um, what their skill sets are, right? Who's the domain expert for? Who's your PLC guy? Who's your network expert, right? Just kind of give them some love yeah. and share. In some danger of, of not mentioning everyone, <laughs> right? Thanks, Zach. I know, I know you have a big team, so. Yeah. Okay. That this one specifically. Um, to to Sean Sean Walsh. Um, oh, it's not it's not OG Walsh. It's Ogwalsh? No, Sean Og. Sean Og. Oh, oh, I thought it was Sean Og. Sean Og. Yeah, Sean Og Watch. So he's um, he's one of our lead SPs. He's the original uh, gangster. Yeah, he's he's an incredible guy. Um, they all are, I have to admit. 
the team is right, but he um, he really dived into this, uh, digging deep into the legacy systems, finding solutions. So, you know, then calling back on support where he where he was missing something. So, hey guys, I need need to steer, bouncing around the rest of the team. You got to have that in the team that there's no one person going to say, I, I won't share my problem, nor will I share my glory. You know, they'll actually share the knowledge and the, and the problem and, and look for solutions. Um, you know, Fergal McGovern there on the, the cyber OT and, uh, and on addressing the issue, and Linux issue, and many other, other issues. Um, Patrick uh, Grania and the team, uh, Grania Sullivan, Patrick Carty in the PMO office. Um, you know, you asked about PLC, uh, Kevin Nocton then on the, on the networking and, and the, the wiring, the implementation of the ones. I mean, the list goes on. They're just a great crew. And they all have their own skills. Um, Seamus Clifford uh, is one of our big hitters. Um, he's got automation. He's got IT integration. The mechanical understanding and integration. So the boys are multi-skilled. You know? uh, I've created this, this, this multi-skilled crew. Um, but, you know, you, no com your company's nothing without the team. Unless they gel well together, you know, you can't scale, you can't solve problems. You know, there's mutual respect all around. Um, and they're, they're, they're just a great crew. Um, so, I, I have left out, I, you, know, I left, you know, I left out like Oscar Astans with respect to his, I, we call him, I call him Michelangelo, right? He does the graphics and he does, you know, you've probably seen our slides. He does hit it all the originals, but he does the HMI, the GUI and so on and so forth. I go to Oscar said, so, Oscar? I just want a plain white emulsion on the ceiling, right? Analogy. Now come back in, come back in from Oscar. You know he's after putting the fresco on the top, you know. So these HMIs are incredible. You know, these structural models to keep doing. But I have to say, the whole team, you know, the business governance team, the whole support team that we have here, um, the techies, Eric, all the guys, uh, they're just they're just brilliant. It's it's it's. To me, when I kicked it off back in 2018, and we all thinking going, I'm going the right direction. And the steer from Walker and other people, and meeting, meeting the, the people on Discord, I, I feel I'm going. It's going the right direction, you know. And 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 the boys nailing the projects as they're being presented, no matter how difficult they are. Um, I'm really happy. So, I hope that answers your question. Oh, that did. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to um, pull up your website right here because uh, I found this. Uh... You actually have a great website, by the way. That's really amazing. Um, but I found this pretty interesting. Like, oh, I left out. Sorry, I left out Laura as well. She's our documentation specialist, also an engineer. Um, so validation. Say, I told you I was going to forget people. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Sorry oh, about yeah. that. I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Like, I, I should have prepped you with these questions so you could, you know, think of everybody. But so this is the special purpose engineer that you were talking about, and I, I, I found it pretty interesting. And um, yeah. You know, so, what is so it? What is it like? What is it like working at Galleris? Like, what is, you know, what would you kind of de de describe the culture as, or, you know? So I don't run. I. So if we go back to that. If you go back to uh, the pyramid thing there, the structure of the team, right? I'll just tell you the origin of that. So, the origin of that comes from uh, the aviation industry. Okay. Um, back in the late nineties, early nineties. Jesus, that number. Yeah, early nineties. I worked in Lufthansa as an aircraft mechanic and technician. Oh, wow. That's electrics awesome. and avionics and systems and engines and structural composite. So I would have been a level three, four 
for electrics and avionics. Um, you know, the whole glass cockpit, blah, blah, blah. But I was also trained in systems, engines, and structures and composites. So if you look at left of that, you've got automation, OT. In center, you've got IT software, and then right, you've got mechanical and electrical. So if you take that approach and you build the team the same way, someone will be a level three, four PLC or IT infrastructure automation, right? Mm. Uh, they can still have mechanical understanding where mounting electrical panel or, you know, that type of training can be brought into a level two. Yeah. Got Online it. installations, you know, you bring them up that way. So if you ever have an issue where you lose a member of the team, you're going to, you're not going to be, the worst you'll fall back to is you're missing a development slot. You'll still be able to execute an install. Okay. okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that was the model. You don't need a large force then to execute, um, execute projects at scale. So this is, works. this is kind of the, uh, expertise that you guys offer industry pharma 4.0 enterprise integration asset management um we got meet the fa- uh, meet the founder and chief executive officer looking yeah. sharp john <laughs> um, <laughs> actually i wanted to I, I just noticed this nucleus 4.0 do you want to share a little bit about that yeah the, the background of nucleus so You know, I blame, I blame a bit of the, the internet for this. Um, end user and clients are, are, are the blizzard of information when they go look at much digital transformation. And they come way more confused. I mean, you look, you know, you look at websites, people don't understand what's, what's going on. So when I started explaining the unified namespace and so on and so forth and how all the tools and different software and edge devices, I was losing people. So I tried, I said, right, just give it a name. So Nucleus 4.0 is a toolbox. Mm. Okay. And you, as, as you know, there's no one solution for everything. So right. we use Nucleus 4.0 to bridge that understanding. And then we get into the weeds when people, once people have something to anchor off. So it expands out from there. Okay, so it, it's it sort of has uh, MES capabilities as well. It's just kind of um, this is your and you offer as a subscription subscription model as well. It looks like. Yeah, it's it depending on the installation. Um, to be honest, the vast majority of people um, just want to go for the complete um, integration themselves. Um, subscription offer, yeah, it's still there, but it hasn't been taken up. Okay. Okay. Um, it's still there. So this is kind of how it works. Interesting. No, this is cool. I like it. Collect, analyze, learn. Uh, You know, the iteration is the same as the seven-step program that we we all do now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And this isn't meant to be like a sales pitch or anything for GIS. I just wanted to, you know, look. I just actually wanted to look and see, like, you know, uh, your website and see, like, you know, like in uh, 4.0 solutions, we have our five core values, right? Uh, authenticity, transparency, expertise, humility, and faith-based servant leadership. So like, you know, that's kind of, and also like our mission is to save and create middle-class jobs uh, by helping manufacturers do more with less, by educating others to how to, how to do that as well. Um, you know, what would you say uh, Galleris Industry Solutions or GIS's, you know, mission is? What's the it's vision? What's the vision? And it- it's very similar to yourselves, right? Um, 
but you know there, there's there, we are we are all products of where we are where we're from okay um just just give it a bit of quick history i grew up here in ireland in the 80s um where there was no work like nothing so i've seen i've seen you know the 70s 60s 70s was you know there was a boom when, but in the 80s it all died um, even the, where, I, where I grew up, there was a, a large factory that was there for 200 years and everyone in the community was all working there. And it went literally within five, 10 years, gone. Nothing, right? So that, that resulted. And, I, and all the guys I grew up, we all had to immigrate. We all had to get out. Because Ireland's a small island. There's nothing on it, okay? Now it's changed. It's multicultural and there's, it's a completely different environment than we were growing up. But... You know, I lived, I spent some time in America and in, in roles that I had. I lived in America, corporate America, and came back and set up. So what's, that all forms part of who I am, which in turn forms who I formed the company, which in turn forms what, what I want to see, what the vision of the company is. I want Galleries to be um, the best integrator it can possibly be. I want Galleries to, in, in all of its engaging, engaging and all of its people, to be open and share knowledge to encourage anyone who's willing to learn, to learn, not just show them on the job, but encourage them and point them in a direction, as in where they may help even outside of the commercial engagement, I said, if you want direction, because we grow our community by sharing knowledge and she growing our network. We grow our network that we ensure that the knowledge is true to and form. And, you know, that, this, that we do away with this blizzard of nonsense and someone can pick up the phone. I have a real problem here. Like, if I got a problem, I'm going to call you about certain things, you know? I'm going to call uh, Walker about certain things, things we find. That's our global community network. And that's that's what I want that to grow. So, um, yeah, um, integrity. If you don't have integrity, you got nothing. Right. You got nothing. You know, if you don't, and you know, <laughs> you know, that you walk into any site, you know, this will resonate and forgive me for my, my blunt comment okay but if um you walk on any site and you could ask us who's the who's the asshole on site right everyone will know who they are right and you just need to find out those type of people why are they that way why have to come on that journey that they feel that they have to have a heightened level of aggression or don't want to share knowledge and it's our job to bring them around as much as we can because by bringing those around, those characters, it had, the rest will easy. The rest of the people are there. We're going to listen to you anyway. And the whole thing is to digitally transform the business, right? So this is part of not just the tech. This is part of what we do. It's not just technical. It's a cultural change, a cultural education. Awesome. That, last thing I'll add, Zach, on that. Um, in, in Ireland, Ireland, people tell Ireland's like a. It's a small country. You know, between north and south, about six million people. And the scary thing about it, it's like a village. Someone will know someone who knows someone very quickly. And that's the same in business, right? Um, but there's plants and factories around the country, outside the big cities, that are the, the core of the community. Right? They keep the community going. They add, yes, they're here to do business. And yes, you have to make profit, right? And yes, they're competing with their sister companies on a global scale. But remember, they are employing people who live in the community, who have children, who go to school, and then create the, that's the whole cultural community 
the money in the restaurants and the shops and all the rest of it. So, yeah, we're a part of that as integrators because if we can do something to increase the efficiency of a plant, it just keeps it. It all adds to the whole thing. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. Right? Yeah. But, giving back to the community. Yeah, just, that makes just sense. By doing, just by doing the job that you do and doing it well and open and not, not, not hoarding knowledge or information, being open. Yeah. That's awesome. John, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, is there any, any last parting words you want to share? Yeah. Um, how can when, people, and now how can people reach out to you? Like what's the best way? Just, just um, get me on LinkedIn. You get me on, um, get me through the website. Just reach out. Or what I, what I will say when those, we need more integrators in our field, right? We need more people on Discord. Like every, in my presentations, the last slide, I have a link to the, to the community. I tell everyone, join this community. Don't care if you, if you never buy a thing off me, join the community, okay? So what I'd say for those who set out on this journey, um, when they're finding it tough, reach out to the community, reach out to me and others, because you know they will, it's not going to be all plain sailing, but it is a lot of fun uh, and you will be challenged. But I, I want more of us to come along. We need more in our community. Awesome. And I'll, I'll leave a link to join the community down below. John McKeon uh, with Galleris Industry Solutions. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. Cheers, Zach. We'll talk Be soon. Safe. Bye. Bye-bye.